Welcome, welcome everyone to another episode of Time for BL. This is the podcast where we review movies, TV shows, novels, and comics, all in the boys' love genre. And on this great rainy day, if you can hear the rain there, I'm actually going to be talking about Blooming. Blooming the 2022, the year we're currently in, a South Korean BL that's based on a manhwa called Who Can Define Popularity? Um, so I <laughs> got, um, how do you pronounce it? I-Q-I-Y-I. Um, mainly just to watch Kin Push, as many of us did. Some people got it to watch Blooming good on you um, but many of us got it because we were like let's go support Ken Porsche and I am not exempt from that but I was like well while I'm here let me see what else I can watch and I saw Blooming and I had heard some good things about it from people who um, said they saw it and liked it and or were excited about it um, so I watched it and this is such an adorable show. It follows Shiwan, who is a first-year film student who works really hard to improve himself and be a likable, popular person. He has a lot of uh, trauma, I would say, uh, from being teased and bullied um, as a kid about his size and also about his family makeup. His parents are divorced in life but not divorced on paper and it's a well-known secret (laughs) that his dad is out there with other women while his mom is at home taking care of the children and they want nothing to do with each other (laughs) so um on the very first day he's like volunteering to help hand out papers And because he spoke up first, he got voted class president. (laughs) Because no one wanted the job. Um, Now here, I would like to just stop and say a lot of that I think is more like also where Korean, South Korean culture comes in. um, Because his mom was like, do you have money to do that? And at first I was like, why would he need money? I was like, oh yeah, because in South Korean um, society, there might be more of an expectation of him to take care of the class as far as like buying things for for people um uh, <laughs> when there was an event um where all the students went together to the restaurant he's going around to everybody's table to make sure everything's okay and i was like oh did he have to collect money for that event too did he have to like does he have to foot the bill for whatever else what they collected if it couldn't cover anything and i was realizing oh yeah there's more to that <laughs> than what I was thinking about. But anyway, um, because he was also voted class president and he's, um, you know, handing up papers, he got selected to go and get a paper to the student who missed the first day, who is Daun. Um, he, did I pronounce his name right? Anyway, he, <laughs> he meets him at a photo shoot that he is doing for a friend who uh, is starting an online shopping store. And um, he's 
really impressed with down because he has the looks he he's really cool he's already has a job you know as far as he can see he already has a job in photography and um you know down is like that person who can take away his popularity i guess um or at least that's what the uh comic <laughs> from what i was reading about the comic that was his like uh fair it seemed um in the comics a little bit different the the major seems to be different um i didn't really read the comic though i mainly just focused on the show so they are <laughs> they are basically now well for shiwan daun is like his competition for popularity because he needs to be the most popular kid in the college <laughs> or in their year group and he is doing everything to make sure everyone really likes him and that he maintains this um this persona that he's put forward um but when they start class every single class that they're in together they get partnered <laughs> together so this of course is going to cause them to get to know each other better get closer fall in love <laughs> and yeah like I said, it's an adorable show. It really has some great characters. It's a very entertaining storyline. And it's a very easy to watch storyline as well. Everything, because it's 15 minute episodes or less than 15 minute episodes, everything moves really quickly. And we don't have to wait too long to find out what happens next. Which brings me to one of the negative points, which is it's 15 minute episodes. I wish they... Like, I think I said this before with another show. I wish they would stop doing these 15-minute episode shows and just maybe do 30-minute episodes. It's less episodes. You don't need the 11 episodes in that case. You would have, um, like, six, let's say, episodes, um, 30 minutes each or five and a half episodes. Anyway, but 30 minutes each and, you know, we still get a full story. It doesn't have to, like, look at history um especially the earlier seasons they would do four different storylines um five episodes each and we would get a full story um and i feel like these 15 minute episodes are just uh, i guess it's made for the web and that's like the thinking behind it but it is annoying to me at least i don't know if it's annoying to you as well but it's it's very annoying to me like um it's it makes it feel like a youtube video when i say that like you know how there are these um youtube channels that their sole thing is just to put out like little storylines and they'll do like the 15 minute stuff because they don't have enough to stretch for a long time and they need to keep audience viewing their page and coming back to their page so they cut it short to 15 minutes 15 minutes 15 minutes to keep you coming back like it makes sense for them on a youtube channel that they want you coming back to for years it doesn't really make sense for this show because after the show is complete, the story is complete. That, that That's it. I'm not going to have to come back unless I'm coming back to re-watch that story. 
I hope that makes sense to you because it makes sense to me. But that's what it feels like with a lot of their 15 minute minute stuff. Like it can be 30 minute episodes because it's an actual show. You're not trying to create a YouTube channel brand, basically. Um, so yeah, I, I, it really should have just been longer episodes and a shorter season. As far as I'm concerned, if they wanted to do it that way, a mini series, a mini series basically, but I'm glad to see that South Korea is really embracing the BL um, market because for years, whenever, especially there was a gay character in, um, programs, we would like the gay character especially if they're very effeminate which kind of just be the butt of the joke kind of deal uh a great example actually i love tony hong i love him he is love him but in vampire prosecutor season two was it season two? i believe it was season two there he was in an episode and basically he was the very effeminate gay was he a photographer and it like he was like this is a drama the show is a drama and they basically had him do these like over exaggerations and which kind of is also Tony no because he doesn't over exaggerate in everything he does yes I know he does a lot of comedic acting stuff but he he can do serious drama I've seen him do serious drama style stuff so no, no, you're not getting away with it. So yeah, in Vampire Prosecutor season two, they had him be very, oh no, <laughs> and it didn't match the show because Vampire Prosecutor, I don't know if you've watched it. Yes, it can have its little bits here and there with certain characters being like the comedic relief, but the entire show isn't a comedy. It's dealing with murder and this guy is drinking blood to figure out how these people were murdered. So, no. Um, yeah, like, I love Tony Hong, but yeah, that, that was, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that, for years, was, like, the depiction of gay people, and mainly gay men, um, in South Korean TV shows. And we're seeing that, of course, change one with globalization, of course, because they want to make sure that these shows are um, um, relatable to a wider audience and accepted by a wider audience. And also, two, because, you know, they're getting called out on it more and more now. Like, um, very recently, what was it, like two years ago, a year ago? I can't remember. Uh, on his Instagram, <laughs> Tony Hong. <laughs> Oh god, I went back to him, huh? Yeah, he um he did it wasn't just him, it was him and this other comedian, I think they're both with KBS TV, um, did a a, a little ad for some hangover cure drink, but the whole video was basically he is a gay predator about to get this man home but because he took the hangover cure he can see that it's a man and not a woman trying to take him home and escape and they got called out for that and he had to take it down because it like it no longer flies and no one's accepted it anymore um and especially as more and more if you look on youtube you'll find more and more like um out gay youtubers um especially 
So as they come out and speak up more, uh, they're making, you know, and, you know, with a pride parade there and everything, but they're making um, their voices heard more. Um, we have Holland. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and that is changing the atmosphere as far as in the media, um, especially with shows they are feeling they are they're understanding especially that this is media that people want to see and this is media that is definitely um what is the word this is media that can get make them money in the wider audience especially like they mark they can market this to a global audience and people will watch it and i think that was part of the fair as well um because <laughs> marketing to a marketing to a global audience like ooh, one of my favorite ones uh is what is the name of that show i can't remember the name of the show but there was a gay character in there and they were gay by name only. Like, it, it, it was more like... It was a mention of them being gay and then they disappeared. Like, if that... Like, I can't remember the name of the show. Like, uh, I mean, we did see them in the end, but they went off on their life. There was no love story for them. It was more them coming to the realization like, ah, oh, they will never like me. And then leaving. And that's kind of the the content that has been um, given from South Korea for years. So it's great to see more and more BLs. Just give us longer BLs. And if you give us a, a movie, <laughs> I mean, we've gotten some <laughs> pretty, <laughs> okay, some pretty good movies from South Korea with uh, gay lead characters. Um, but we would like some really good storylines that don't focus on what i want to say what this straight view is of homosexuality like oh what do we think like sometimes you can tell it was all straight people in the writer's room and they don't all necessarily have a positive view of the gay community and they still think all these stereotypes uh, spread across to everyone because here's the thing stereotypes come from somewhere so yes <laughs> there are people who may fit your stereotype but not everyone does and um they so not all of them really do that great a job some do a pretty good job like i said you can kind of sort of tell who who was in the writer's room or who who was the producer because sometimes it's the producer who messed it up. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> you just need some full-length episodes. But overall, with the show, I enjoyed the dynamic between Shuan and his mom and sister. I loved um, seeing <laughs> their family. How the mom is like giving everybody protein shakes. It like it really showed how like she she was finding her own way to cope with everything and one of the ways she coped with everything was just going more into mothering her kids and trying to make 
her family look perfect because having i'm putting up quotation marks having children who look quotation mark healthy um is going to like make people look on her as well and go wow that was so what like your son lost so much weight you're doing such a good job with him those are the things that she obviously wants to hear but at the end of the day she actually does love her children as well um spoiler alert the final scene with Shawan and his mom where they're arguing about his movie um because she feels like it's it's portrayed her in this like horrible negative light um so when they were arguing about his movie and at the end they both break down crying and hugging each other because at the end of the day they love each other so much so like it, this is just a very emotional thing that they're both going through um he's finding out that he only won the movie because of down and um his mom is feeling like just hurt and betrayed um because she sees everything she's doing as just for her kids and she feels like her kid is telling her oh no you weren't doing it for me you were doing it for you which she kind of was <laughs> Um, ooh, another thing I loved with Shawan where he, when the actor came who was going to play the kid version of him, how he, um, was just telling him that part where he's telling him, um, you know, that this is just a script. You are handsome. You are a wonderful person. Um, that's something a lot of people on sets, you have to prepare kids for if they're going to be in like those situations, because, of course, it can get hurtful. I think um, a great example, I don't know if anyone's ever seen the video of the little girl who they put her in two outfits. They put her in an outfit that's really cute and clean and how everyone's playing with her and squeezing her cheeks and talking about how beautiful she is. And then they put her in an outfit that makes her look possibly homeless and send her back in the room and how no one is touching her people are ignoring her people even push her away and she runs off crying so they had to stop filming like that's why like with kids you got to prepare them for those situations because it can get hurtful even if they know like in that case this was people's real reactions because it was supposed to be a hidden camera who knows if it actually was real. We're going to say it was real reactions because it was supposed to be a hidden camera show. But in a lot of cases, if you're not preparing, not just kids, but actors in general for what's about to be hurled at them, even though they know they're acting, if it's something that's actually in their life, it might actually kind of affect them because it was like, I actually have heard that before. So wait, it's that bad? <laughs> like that, that those kind of thoughts just come to mind and just stretches them out. Um, well, some people out, and that that is something that Shuan, like his character, seeing him do that, it was like wow, he kept that in mind and um, was making sure that the child actor is okay. I really like that. Um, I really wish I actually got to see. A moment with down and both of his parents we got a moment with him and his mom but at the same time i guess it's a good thing that we didn't because it really just made the dynamic of his family more apparent the fact that uh his dad left <laughs> right after the show didn't even say hi to him 
feel like showing how his parents were busy and that his, in his dream sequence, his parents are home. Um, <laughs> but he still runs off to see Siobhan, uh, first thing in his dream sequence, even. Um, it's, I, I, um, I didn't feel still maybe if we showed more or we showed i didn't i didn't film it maybe if they showed more of down's loneliness i guess because we got like a couple scenes where he was lonely like him coming home and a note from his mom wishing him a happy birthday and like his meal just covered sitting for him on the table but like we didn't get like I didn't feel his loneliness, of course, at school because he's surrounded by by friends. He's always hanging out with Shuan, so don't I don't see him as being lonely because even in those moments, they're so quick and so short. And this is why, if you extended it, you could have added more of those moments of just him alone in his house. <laughs> Like trying to like show him just trying to find things to do to entertain himself or um, have someone um, like it like he talked about wanting to go back to Shuan's house but having someone going hey why don't you uh, go home or you know like all right let's all go home and he's like trying to look for someone to go with to their house to kind of just show him not wanting to go home to loneliness like those are different things that could have been added. I'm just saying to really show how lonely he might have felt and how like Shuan coming into his life and him spending time with him really made him happier and why Shuan became so important to him. One of the reasons he became important to him and didn't want to let him go is being able to just have someone constant in your life who who's actually around you and wants to be with you and spend time with you especially if he's kind of feeling like his parents don't want to spend time with him because he rarely ever sees them and he has to talk to them through text <laughs> um so the most unrelatable part for me was actually the divorce divorce storyline and that's because korean culture is just different when it comes to things like that um you know when it um people talk about divorce like i'll see things where it's because the parents divorced the child had to go live with the grandparents and i'm like that makes no sense why would they live with their grandparents because their parents are divorced or oh our families can't know we're divorced because it's like that makes no sense to me and I can't understand it. Maybe it's because I grew up with divorced parents and I just see it as one of the greatest things ever. Like, yay, you guys are divorced. <laughs> Won't have to deal with each other. Isn't that amazing? You don't have to talk to each other even. I'll just go to your house, then I'll go to your house and we're good, right? <laughs> like, I see divorce as a positive in life. Um, so for them talking about it being so negative and her refusing to sign the papers because she doesn't want anyone to know she's divorced um to me it was like girl let that man go your kids don't even want to see him let him go <laughs> move on in your happiness remarry <laughs> go live your life um so that for me was unrelate um unrelatable 
Um, I had to like try. I, I, I can't put myself. Well, I can't put myself in her shoes whatsoever. Um, but I had to try and just think of it in an empathetic way and just be like, Hey, you know, how would I feel? And I would just be like, let that man go. But <laughs> You know, understand. All right. Culturally, how does that work? Imagine your entire family and the entire society staring at you, your kids getting teased for having divorced parents, which is still like, yeah, twice the holidays. What? <laughs> Where your kids getting teased, um, for having divorced parents, all that stuff. I had to kind of put myself in that mindset. I am, I am, but I loved, <laughs> I loved his interaction with his father. The one interaction with his father where his father's like, she what? And he's just like, hell no. <laughs> I'm out. I'm like, yes, run away for your mental health. You don't need to talk to him. He no longer exists in your life, boy. He is gone. <laughs> yeah. So. Overall, how do I feel about blooming 2022? Um, I kind of want to read the comic, the who can define popularity, um, so I can really know more of the changes that were made. Because I only know, like I said, I only knew of the one change that the major was different. Um, I don't know what the full changes were and stuff, but I really liked this. I love them walking on the beach, holding hands. Um, <laughs> The ways they got to know each other, um, Duan talking about, you know, the reason why he's laughing is I, I, I just think you're so cute. That's why I laugh. And it's like, yo, that's so adorable. Um, he should have called him out. <laughs> I, that, I, I'm just a really bad person. I would have been like, really? Tell me about that movie. Oh, uh, Souffle? What? <laughs> uh-huh. What happened in that one? I've never heard. Let's look. Let's Google that movie right now. <laughs> And that's just because I'm an asshole. <laughs> so I would totally do that. <laughs> but um, overall, with everything, um, especially like now re-watching the movie, because that's what I'm doing. I have the movie on. I have the TV. <laughs> Not movie, the show. I have the TV on mute while it's playing so that I can, you know, remember anything. Oh, sorry. Remember anything, um that i might have forgotten throughout it i guess i should mention the bicycle as one of the main themes him just riding the bicycle everywhere um he brought it up in the movie he made because it was just his meditation i mean when he ran away from his dad he wanted to ride a bike because again meditation um for a smaller budget because this was a smaller budget uh Korean movie that was made I believe I believe show show that was made I believe during COVID um with any restrictions they had with budget and um with filming procedures I'll have to say I give this a solid a solid 8.5 out of 10 I would say definitely uh, because, well, what was it missing? It didn't, it wasn't missing much. It was just lacking some, uh, things that I would, 
have liked to see more of. Yeah, it was just lacking. I, I it would have been better with longer episodes. Like I said, um, they could have even just made it six, seven episodes. Just make it a little bit longer. Um, it would still be a short series, and um, be able to really show the characters in ways um, that really tell their story that they're trying to tell. Because if the show itself was only focused on Shiwan and I didn't see anything of Daun's home life, then I wouldn't have cared about Daun's own home life. But they did show his home life. They showed him um, at home by himself eating his um, birthday breakfast. Um... <laughs> So that is like an introduction to see more of who he is at home and his text messages with his mom and like all that stuff. It because they didn't fledge him and his parents out and their relationship. It was just like his parents are always working and he's always home alone. Okay, show me that. <laughs> Don't tell me that. Show me that. So yeah, yeah, 8.5 out of 10. Um, but yeah, I definitely highly suggest this, recommend this. Um, it's a really good, cute show. Like I said, I saw it on IQIYI. <laughs> and if anyone can tell me if it's pronounced a certain way, like is it Ichi? Ichi. <laughs> And I'm probably Kristen in Mandarin. Who knows? Um, let me know. Um, yeah. So remember to check out the link tree in the description. Let me know if you there are any shows, movies, books, TV shows that you'd like me to talk about. Because um, I love getting recommendations as well for something that maybe I haven't seen. Or maybe I already watched and thought... Nobody wants to hear about this. And then you're like, I want to hear about it. And I'm like, ah, oh, darn. Um, let me tell you about it. <laughs> follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on all the podcasts. That's Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in. And have a good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night. Whatever it is, wherever you are. or you feel too overwhelmed to move and you want to get back into reading, then I have the app for you. Audiobooks Now is a website that features great quality professional audiobooks from your favorite authors where you can also discover new ones too. You get access to many fiction and nonfiction titles that you can download or stream and get great discounts on titles if you choose the membership. Use the link in the description to check out the titles in audiobooks now with 50% off your first club purchase. You can also download the app.